0: Good. <laughs> hey, everybody, welcome to Bros. Bibles of Beer. <laughs> this is Jeff. It's episode 215. I'm literally pouring a beer right now. Andy, how's it going? It's a dry heat. <laughs> oh, Zach,
1: <laughs> ain't no shiny, happy people here. What and, about
0: uh, Scott? What,
2: Scott? What about you, Jeff? Um, <laughs> you had your moment. You had your moment to say how you were feeling and you didn't and you wasted it on Scott. You <laughs> wasted, wasted it on Scott. You wasted your chance to shine on Scott.
0: Just so everybody knows Andy always tries to catch me off guard with his start of our podcast and so sometimes I'm got I've got off guard and you, I was literally halfway through pouring a beer.
2: A it's, uh it's it's a it's a
1: spiritual gift. <laughs> it is a spiritual gift. Wait, let's clear it up real quick though. Yes, Scott has not moved yet. Not yet. He's not here tonight, but we, we just got the message. Ah, I can't That's how I read his text.
0: <laughs> it was a text.
2: I can't be there. That's better.
1: <laughs> I, hope, can, hope. I can't get out of the chopper. Uh, the way he
0: said it, I almost felt
2: like he was being proud. I will not be there. Podwell. He did say Podwell, which is it's a weird way to say it. No one says that. It's a weird thing. Good thing he's moving to Montana. Whoo! <laughs> huh. um, Anyways, I think I'm I'm more and more convinced every day that it's a this one's for real. Yeah, for reals. Oh yeah.
0: As to Will Scott leave or not? Yeah, yeah. And then you
1: know, there's rare are the conservatives in California. You know, it's this bastion of Orange County, the holdout. And Scott is just hurting that cause even more by leaving. Yeah, way to One less conservative in California. Jeff looked at me like, what the f- are you talking about? Sorry. I don't know why I censored myself.
0: <laughs> that was a mid-thought about That's something else. That's
1: your one else. mulligan family is if you're listening with your family. <laughs>
0: You're a bad parent. You're a bad parent. <laughs> In the middle of your talking, I was thinking about a Montana and there's got to be a river. And then I just pictured a bunch of rowboats. And then you were looking at me. <laughs> Am I a medium or a small <laughs> rowboat, Jeff?
2: What would you say? A strong medium.
1: Oh, a strong a medium. Powerful,
2: medium. A powerful medium. A powerful <laughs> a medium. medium tall. A medium <laughs> tall, ro- large tall <laughs> rowboat. <clears throat>
1: All
0: right. So what are you drinking? Jeff. I have no idea. Would you tell me what I'm drinking? Well, it has a lot of words on it. Hopefully a future sponsor
1: of the podcast. It tastes Um, good. Good vibes being sent. Rusty's way. Brother-in-law. Friend of the show who Mm. hasn't been on. So I don't know if that qualifies as friend of the show, but maybe we should get him on to talk beer industry stuff. He's been in the beer industry for a while. He's in the industry. Bottle logic. I just saw. Bottle logic. Um, Rumor has it he's he just applied there so and he f- felt like it went well. So that's all the, cool. All the best. Good juju to you. And uh, th- this is a Bottle Logic Solar Spirals double dry hopped West Coast IPA featuring mosaic and strata
2: hops. That's above my pay grade 7.2 percent. I don't know if I always seek out the strata hops. That feels like it's sometimes a like a balancer used as a balancer for other things.
0: I'm amazed that you even know anything about that, Andy.
2: I don't. I just sound like <laughs> it though. I just I believe uh, you because no one does. No one knows about the strata. I played on TV. Uh oh, strata hops. Yeah, it's like a sec. It's like a second
1: tier hop. Well, I just believe Andy because he's taller than me. Yep. Therefore, he is
0: our leader. It's. <laughs>
3: <laughs>
0: that's how it works in life and i'm looking up to both of you
1: isn't that weird like that's a real thing on average taller people are more respected and liked deeper voices which is why i try to do this a little bit i don't jeff have has e- us way beat oh on the deeper jeff voice, scott though. and andy i'm <laughs> i'm fourth if we're doing the hierarchy of radio I'm third voices. though
2: and i make up i make up for my height jeff is number one <laughs> Yeah, in voice and ping pong skills, you make up for it. (laughs) Can I tell you? So the other night when we went over to... um, I guess you can. The Pearson Palatial Estate. Can I tell you now? Yes.
1: Thank you for letting
2: me respond. (laughs) (laughs) You guys have a conversation about me. When we were at your house and we were playing all those games, could you tell how pissed off I was by the end of the night of not winning any of the games? Yeah, you stopped talking. You like your shoulders slumped over. You tried to get invisible. When I kicked your uh uh cornhole thing that I wasn't I wasn't being funny. I was so mad.
1: Not only cornhole, but I beat somebody at ping pong and that was Andy. And I don't beat many people at ping pong.
2: Yeah, I have a. We I'm gonna a- get both of you a holes on the basketball court, so I can beat the shit out of you at something. <laughs> yeah, I I don't play things I can't win. <laughs> so basketball is it's like in the last six months. It's all I've done is play. Uh, I played this 15 years ago, <laughs> back when I could see and had muscles and reaction times. Now it's like no nothing. Mm-hmm. Anyway, yeah, I was genuinely like pissed. I was like, f- I was fuming on the couch at a uh, ping pong because I was like, this is. I'm just gonna sit here and watch things.
0: It was hard plastic, uh, the cornhole and, and you put a dent in it, so Yeah. And it was already broken anyway.
2: I it was a calculated
0: <laughs> m- uh outburst. This could help so I'm gonna kick it. Well, yeah. his
1: cornhole game is obviously calibrated to a nice wood finish and this was, was on plastic.
0: Yeah, that's true. It was um so, and it was let herself yeah. off the hook. It wasn't a, a true
2: sanction, custom sanction event. It's not a sanctioned event. The belt stays. <laughs> belt stays. No one. It was yeah. like
1: a live tour golf <laughs> tournament or something with loud music playing and everyone going at once. <laughs>
2: is that how that works? I've never seen I it.
1: I think they, what is a shotgun Shotgun start? How does that work?
0: Wait, we, we went live tour and shotgun start. To shotgun total- start and golf. I mean, all, that's a thing, right? It is. So everyone gets shotguns. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> what was that? That was a funny thing where they used to combine like hockey and golf. Or it's going to be, you're going to be checked as you're putting the ball. Happy Gomar. <laughs> I, well, I like well, a good game of gawky. <laughs> any, anyway, uh, shot, a shotgun start is usually tournament play. And Hulk. let's say there's 36 uh, teams, You'd have everybody go out in their carts and find the hole that they're starting on. And so if you start on hole five, you'd go all the way through and end up on hole four, and that's where you'd end. So Yeah, they're mixing it up over there at Liv Oh, this
2: hole goes all the way.
0: Wait, so lit the live and the live tour and shotgun, like shotgun is a golf term. Normally it's like, hey, we're gonna have a shotgun start, so everybody's gonna go start. Gun term. Somewhere between one and eighteen. Normally in golf you'd start in hole one, but not in a shotgun start, and uh, <clears throat> the live tour is a, comp- a competitive tour with European or the Saudis, Saudis in their uh, sports washing and PGA themselves. It's interesting that you brought that up. I watched a very, um, you know, what most people think is very boring. I watched the Senate hearings on the government trying to intervene in the PGA's business. Were you wearing pants? <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god! I don't, I don't know. And he's drowning. I don't know where that's going. But uh, like, how happy were you to be? Watching I'm sitting here watching these these. Uh, you know, the senator from uh, the distinguished senator from Kentucky, who and Florida, who uh, really cares about uh, white people sports. Um, that Tiger Woods destroyed. Um, you, you listen to this, and it's like, okay. Black people ruin everything. Is that what you are saying, Jeff? Actually, in golf, they they brought it. Ten, they multiply. Like that's ten something times. Mark
1: Norman would say. I don't have the the sheen of protection that a stand up comic <laughs> would have for no. those types of comments. No,
0: no, but the, I get the PGA pretty much almost lost their their you know their house so to speak. Almost lost their A to to the, to the live, <laughs> uh, and they did a deal, and the government wanted to get involved. And it's like, why does the government? And of course, uh, who's the guy who's always like, he doctor, he's a doctor and he's just grand. Oh yeah. He, he was on that committee and he is like, what are we doing? We should not be involved in private entities and the deals that are making where the U S government, we should be not, we should not have a pause in any of this, but everybody wants their pause in this. And this is, this should not be happening. They just want their moment. They want to be able to post a
1: little video of them getting a dunk on somebody and some testimony, and they, they get to say they care. None of them actually care. And, and right. It, it was maybe uh,
0: minor caveats. Anyway, mm-hmm. shotgun, live tour. That was the five minutes of Andy's sports. drinking. Is that French?
2: La Croix. Yeah, I'm trying to do the dry during the week thing again. I'm drinking the pample mousse. It it doesn't say Pompla, it's Pample. Pample Moose. So yeah, do people say Pompla? Pample Moose. I think they probably confuse it with that band, Pample Moose. Yeah. Spelled differently. But uh Yes, I've been having some headaches lately. So Wait, I'm that's why it's good. You left things. a
0: message like it's it this is good. This is right. I yeah. made a correct decision. Do
1: those headaches have you thinking regarding some of the recent events with friends? Oh, um, because that can spin you, if well, you start thinking and focusing on that, that can spin you out
2: that. Yeah, there is a, there, my, my brain is fast enough that it will make that connection immediately immediately for the listener. Uh, a good friend of ours, uh, you was, mentioned at the end, I yeah, think yeah, I mentioned the episode. last one. So, but I, Zach, not everyone listens to every single episode. No, 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 Callback. According to our feedback, they my first listen once podcasting. every, they listen once every three years. <laughs> <laughs> That's the. Can you, the, you
0: summarize the last 127 yeah. episodes?
2: The a uh, good friend of ours uh, was diagnosed with brain cancer and had headaches before. So yes, now there is a little bit of that. It's uh, anytime you have any like similar sort of symptom, it's not uncommon to have your brain go. Wait a minute, I know about this symptom. I've I recognize this. And your brain can actually create those symptoms once you start obsessing. What if it's this other thing? Um, Anyway, I'm also just not... I'm in terrible shape right now. And my energy's been low. So I'm going to start trying to make better food choices, better exercise choices, and better booze choices. But Zach is not making better (laughs) booze choices as he struggles to open up liquor Mm. to go on top of the beer the that he's also got. It's right. just
1: for later. My my second <laughs> beverage might be an old fashioned by Knob Creek. Wow. I thought you didn't
2: like Knob Creek. I do like Knob Creek. No, didn't you have a bad ex- who had a bad experience with that? One of the, the Knob? Ma- one of
1: the dudes trips up to Mammoth the first night at altitude. Mm. Um there was a Costco a lot size of people had Costco size bottle of Knob Creek, and so the joke was, you got knobbed because <laughs> there were a good chunk of guys that were struggling the next day. Yeah, I had so, a guy almost following me
0: going to sleep. It was the first night. Drink fall on you water. Yeah, I was sleeping on like a single bed, and he was sleeping on the the queen that was inside that room. He came in and just lost his balance. And I'm like, whoa, whoa. And he's like, I'm not good. <laughs> I got knobbed so So, anywho Jeff
1: yes you've got misty eyes are you okay is it dusty in here (laughs) dusty
0: well uh I uh I I had a uh, a moment I don't know why I looked up cats in the cradle uh the Super Bowl commercial From several years back, and uh, I have no idea why I did that. Um, but on that, the uh, this little documentary came up on how that song was made, and and so I clicked on that first, and I'm I'm watching, and it's talking about uh, the wife of Harry Chapin who who sang and created Cats in the Cradle. And I'm in my car. I'm coming over here. And I'm totally fantastic. And I start listening to this. It's only five minutes long. And they are talking about, um, it's the wife, Harry's wife. And she says, I wrote this poem, Cats in the Cradle. And um, you know, I initially gave it to my husband, Harry. And he, he just pushed it aside. You know, he had some other stuff going on. He's like, ah, I don't know. But then when we had- I do the right songwriting <laughs> around here, woman. <laughs> and then when uh, we had, they had their son- Um, he, there's a picture of him, um, putting this, this poem to, to music, to his guitar and his, his, and just singing it out. He's got a son in his lap. He's singing Cats in the Cradle and just a fantastic father, uh, just like doing his thing and playing his wife's poem. And, and that's the song. I'm like, this is, um, this is awesome. I mean, this is a, this song's about a terrible father, come to find out, and he's just a, a great father here, and he's got a son. In real
2: life, Harry Chapin is a good
0: father. Yes, yes. But the, the, the dad song, characterized. The song is a, just Cats in the Cradle is about just a father who's just off doing his own thing, and his son is wishing he was was there with him to you know share life with him but um so I'm listening to this song and I'm like ah, I'm kind of tearing up and I'm like man this is a good story and and then I remembered the the cats in the cradle uh, it was like a Nissan commercial during the Super Bowl and it shows a race car driver you know racing and that song's playing and the sun's at home and and uh and and race after race you know it's like hey, you know I'll, you know, one of these times, son, you know, um, you know, we'll get together and we'll have a lot of fun and 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 then it gets to the point in the commercial where the 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 father looks into the screen and the wife's like, Okay, something's different about my husband. And he just it shows him putting the helmet down and he comes home, gets in his car, a knees on, and he goes and picks up his son from school and just gives him a big hug. And now I'm wrecked in the car. I'm just like weeping i'm like oh my gosh this is crazy and then to find out uh the this the singer song the the singer harry chapin died at the end of this little 5 minute documentary he died at 38 in a car accident and now i'm like weeping even more like this is this is a horrible like it's a it's a a nice story of a family a father a wife a son a song and then, you know, kind of everybody hears that and knows the song. Um, but just to know that the father died, I'm like, ah, like that is. It's tragic. It's, it's, it's awful. Like I was heartbroken. So I'm driving over here with all of that. In my, I'm just, te- I am mean, I'm like weeping. I'm like, why am I crying so much when I mean, I'm emotional? But this is like, it came out of nowhere. And then I get to Andy. I'm like,
1: I need a hug, Andy.
0: And now I'm like, why are you
2: acting so weird? <laughs>
0: and he started making me a drink i'm like no no no, it's okay
2: yeah i'm like do, ma- do you need a drink are you like are you withdrawals what's happening right now yeah on, that be, be a real man that well <clears throat> one of the things that came to mind as we are having kids that are entering and exiting high school uh do you think some of that some of those feelings too are sitting there going like could i have not that you didn't spend time with your kids. We've all, we're, we're good dads and spend time with our kids. But the question that always comes to my mind is like, could I have spent more time? What if I would have put my phone down and gone and spent more time right. with my kid? Oh, great. Did I not show up to every soccer game? Oh, shoot. Right.
0: I, this morning, I, uh, so yesterday, I had, my wife and I had gone to lunch with a, a couple and, and we ended up telling stories and stuff. And, and part of it was just like, how difficult parenting is, how being mothers and fathers is really challenging. I mean, it'll put you to the test and you, and uh, I mean, for so long, I thought, Hey, I'm going to be ready. I'm going to be ready when the, when things hit the fan, I'm, I will, I'm going to, I'll demonstrate to my kids like grace and mercy and like, like just God's love. And, and, like things are like it's not as easy because things hit you from, uh, you know the the you get sideswiped. You're like what I did not expect that, and but it's still, um, we're telling these stories at you know eating and uh, and just talking and and uh, this morning, uh, the gentleman that uh, we had been sitting with, he he sent me a message this morning and he's like i loved loved hanging out and i i enjoyed listening to the life that you're living and you're such a good dad and i think that just went right into like the song and i'm like you you just i mean we're all dads here you just feel like you're you're fighting you're fighting a war against something and it's not against it's not your kids it's like you're just like I'm got to do the best I possibly can. So when they go out sick, so yeah, sometime. And so ultimately,
1: <laughs> right. like, there's no time spent between the two of them in this song. What's terrifying to me, you know, we all have teenagers, except Jeff has one that's under the teenage level. So should be a teenager by the time he's retired, <laughs> right? You're almost there, Jeff. Yeah. Um, but the time. Our most important impact on our kids, and I do realize I just said important, um, already happened. Like we're past our most impactful point in our kids' life as fathers. Not that you can't still have an impact, but you really think that? I think it's demonstrable through the data that it's like before, it's like zero to, to 10. Or is it the people that messed up? It's when they will be formed the most is those early years, okay? And, and mimicking your behavior and seeing how you act. Um. And again, I'm not saying the changing is done or that you can't have an impact and you shouldn't be there. Well, it's already passed, so I'm going to remain checked out. Uh, you don't get that out as a parent. I'm just talking in general. I'm not not to you, Jeff. Don't feel convicted unless you should. Should you feel convicted? But um. Yeah. And speaking for myself, I am scared about that because it, we are in a season where my magic, use the force, finger swipe, say the right phrase, and it makes the pain go away for my kids. That That doesn't exist in the way it used to exist. And so I'm in a season of relearning like, oh shit, I have never done this before. You know, right. it's like you're a new, a new parent all over again to a, an individual, and it's just, you know, it's a struggle, and it's what makes it worth it ultimately. And I trust that. And but, I personally am having some of those thoughts and hoping that I did the right foundational work that will become, if, if things go off the rails a little bit, as they did when I was a teenager in my early twenties. I know my parents had a lot of sleepless nights worrying about me. Um, but ultimately the foundation they laid is like, you kind of come back to it maybe a little bit differently, but you do, you do kind of find your home base as a kid. So I'm trusting that with my kids right now because it's, it's tough. Teenagers are super rewarding, but also you, you're, I am relearning how to be a parent.
2: Oh yeah. I think I have said it. A- a couple times before <laughs> when we entered the, uh, a few years into the teenage range and we went, I just went, Oh my gosh, whatever, whatever tricks, whatever lessons, whatever, like wisdom we had learned in parenting beforehand, it doesn't, none, none of this works anymore. It's, it's all brand new that what I could do or say before they just kind of like, look at you and go, Nope. <laughs> stop trying to manipulate me father nope and you're like wait oh shoot they just said they just said no
1: <laughs> and it's not just the word it's the way they do it that instantly just neuters and disarms you where you you can't reveal how you feel neutered but you're just like
2: well and oh and there's a whole new yeah your authority has been diminished and if you try to lean into that authority it will then just push them Further away.
0: What'd you talk about Willis?
2: Yeah. They're like, Oh yeah, you can be mad at me and tell me exactly what to do. See you later. I don't want to talk to you. And so you're, you are, you're doing this like delicate dance of, "Uh, I, I need to be, I am still your parent. I need to tell you things of (laughs) there are, there are boundaries. And at the same time, yes, you're, we're also balancing this like, well, i the best thing for you right now is for me to let you make this mistake. It, I think we're like picking and choosing the mistakes that we allow them to make because mm-hmm. I could help you avoid it and I could tell you that, but this you're now in that part of life where the best way to learn this one is by you screwing it up yourself. My job is to make sure that these mistakes aren't so big that they're like irreparable. Right.
1: And man, you... We don't know if letting, picking which battles, which battles we fight for them or let them fight to learn on their own. It's not going to be, sometimes the feedback isn't instant. You don't know if that's the correct parenting decision and you might not know for years.
2: So, man, heavy stuff. Good (laughs) thing Scott's not here. He doesn't know shit about this.
1: I think he might be a parent, but it's just when he was in the army, he
2: doesn't... (laughs) They're overseas somewhere, you know the idea, he is the cat's in the cradle
0: <laughs> the idea of letting your the kids make mistakes um you know on on that we there's things that are going on in my family with um especially my girls um that like boys entering the picture and Going to people's houses and and I'm like, you're at a party. Like, w- are the parents there? It's Never like, go with a stranger to a second location. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like okay, I trust I trust my girls. And my wife would be like, oh hell no! I you know that's not. I remember being a, a you know a kid and like or teenager or whatever. It's you know, and my, my wife is, like, part of our balancing is, like, my wife's, like, to one end thinking, you know, the worst is happening. And in the back of my mind, I'm like, I hope the worst is not happening. And in the other, so it's like drug, sex, and rock and roll. And uh, rock and roll's not bad. Um, but on the other end, I'm like, okay, like, they're good kids that have, they got a good head on their shoulders, and I'm pretty sure we've done a pretty decent job. Yes, they're going to screw up, um, and I I hope they don't like screw up. So it's you know irreparable damage. But um, and but if that time comes and someone does make a decision that's just horrible, and it is irreparable, it's just it's catastrophic. Um, I mean I. I build that up to be like, I'm prepared. I'm not prepared. I have no idea. does it even matter. I'm, like, I think there's so many people. I mean, everybody's out there whose parents who's like, we don't know what's happening. We don't know what the next step is. It's all new to us. We we have no idea. Our older kid was just fine. This one is like off the, off the hizzy. We have no idea. It's weird how they think their own thoughts. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, you know, hey, okay, everybody, let's put our, you know, plates in the sink right now. It works when they're five. And then when they're 15, they're like, screw you, old man. Fuck off. <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> hey, first F-bomb wasn't me. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll edit that out. Me neither. <clears throat> uh, but it was, it's just this a little bit of, there's rebellion. Yeah. There. It feels like rebellion as a parent. And you're like, oh, God, like, where do you push back and where do you hold the line and where do you just let it go and what mountain do you just, I'm going to die on this mountain. Yeah. It's, it's a, it's a crapshoot. And uh, anybody who's out there listening and is a parent, you and you guys know, just like, we have no idea, but we hope we're doing our very best.
2: Yeah. Unless you're parenting like kids that are 10 and under, then you think you know what you're doing. And you probably do. And you do. <laughs> you I do. do. <laughs> you will at that point. But just wait. Your time will come too. And you also will be in a world of ignorance and stupidity and confusion.
1: With some caveats, um, I'm going to be a little bit protective of identities, but um, one person family that of which is close to all of us uh, was a parent's dream through high school and college. Um, And the other sibling was different. And so it's it. And I don't same parents, same parenting style, different personalities, different. And so it's almost like the right personality with the right group of friends. Like everything clicked right in the situation where, there wasn't a lot of drama and, um, but that's an outlier. So may that be for all of you listening that have kids, but you know, so it does happen, but it's outlier for
0: sure. Well, what's, what's crazy is, you know, you talked about like those first, the first five years, you know, people say, oh, that's when the impact is. I, that's probably when I was the most checked out as a, as a father. And I was working and I was gone all the time. <clears throat> and, and when I look at my, my oldest son, I'm like, he he's he can lead he leads well. And I'm like I I I you know, probably when he was five or six, that's when I kind of plugged back into like, oh my gosh, I, I've gotta do something here. I literally am I... I cats in the cradle. I like my father, my boy was just like me. <laughs> yeah, My, <laughs> my my father, I thought about it. I'm like, he just, he worked all the time. He played golf on Saturdays, you know, Sundays. He's like, uh, I come to find out. He's like, well, your mom wanted to go to church. That's you we went to church. And I'm like, he, he was just like, he just cruised along. I'm like, he, I barely remember doing anything with my father, playing golf a few times, throwing a baseball. He criticized me. And, uh, I'm like, those are the things I remember of my father. And and, why do you throw a ball like a girl, Jeff? He's like, why are you lifting your leg up? Like I was doing the big old wind up. Jordan Peterson was kicking the leg and he's like, you don't need to throw the ball like that. And I'm like, that's what I remember. So it's hard to throw a ball. (laughs) Fathers. (laughs) Be careful what you say out there. You look like a lobster. Little. Yeah could look like a sea enemy
1: your place in the hierarchy <laughs> is like, not appropriate
2: like a sissy girl lobster <laughs> throwing up <laughs> throwing a <up> baseball <laughs> <laughs> what does a lobster even do with a baseball but my but my
0: point being is the first five years totally checked out working doing that and and then like i have no my wife raising the kids and uh and then i i like plug into like i need to be a father like I got a wake up call, and so hashtag conviction, bro. Well, you know the idea of like you only have this time. It's like I want people to know, like you can still, yeah, capture it. I mean, there may be some things that you could have done, but ultimately, you. It doesn't matter if they're five or twelve or or twenty. Like
2: you can make an impact as a father, parents yeah. of middle schoolers and under. You've been told you have them for 18 years. That's all you have them for. That is a lie. It is not a linear path of having them, air quotes. Once they get into the high school, you have a fraction of them. And then you'll be all of a sudden realizing, shoot, I thought I still had four more years. You have a part of four more years. And then if you try to make up lost
1: ground, you can end up doing more damage than help in, in your best efforts to try to help the situation or rep- if there's wounding or something you're like I need to make up for this now
2: you can do more damage um so don't try to make up for it okay yeah just quit just quit <laughs> just quit that's that's you've lost it already
1: yeah so get a pair of lobster gloves and try to play <laughs> adult softball rec
2: league yep that's the only answer that's left they don't have
1: opposable thumbs <laughs> That's why the lobster can't yes.
2: play baseball. They kind of do though. Those claws, it's like they just don't have like other. They just
1: have two giant thumbs. I'm
0: telling it you, it is kind of <laughs> like two if thumbs. If we do not start
2: doing like live shows
0: so people can see us, we're gonna go down in flames. You would explain what's <laughs> happening right now. <laughs> I Andy's looking at his his claws with which fur, are his with, hands
1: with furrowed <laughs> brow, trying this. to do the best lobster yeah. impression. Yeah. Oh,
2: Okay, I don't yeah. know. I Yeah, <laughs> it's like it's like hand puppets. I've been making hand puppets, but they're lobster claws. I'm like, how would that work? I'm like trying to work it out. It's like playing softball like this.
3: It's so stupid.
2: Like, I could. I might need both hands. Totally, oh, I pinch the ball. It's dumb. Uh, I did. I was curious. Both of you guys were in church on Sunday, and it was one of woo. The more controversial passages in the Bible, typically controversial. If your wife has any balls, then she might have said something about this at one point in time. I've checked my wife; she has no testicles. Well, but how does she, How has she felt in the past about wives submit to your husbands? That that passage. Did she show her balls then?
0: Oh. <laughs> um metaphorically no she showed her conviction and she, we all call them different things i <laughs> uh, i think it i think it was, but this is before i was a believer i i said i thought and she's like i grew up you know in bible studies and blah blah, blah. and so i knew a little bit about the bible and i i said uh you know it says you, you know you're supposed to submit to your husbands and i don't know what happened
2: after that i can't remember <laughs> But I but I woke up on the ground <laughs> missing a tooth. <laughs> <laughs> I, I literally tried to laughing. I tried to pull that.
0: <laughs> we are laughing it's it's like, uncomfortably. It's, <laughs> this isn't far from it's the It's like truth. Anchorman or something. We're laughing
2: right I now. I just saw a meme with uh, that today. It's weird. No,
0: that I I threw that out there. And how'd that you know, go? I, not well, yeah. No. Whoa, surprise. That's weird because yeah. yeah. your wife's got balls. Yeah. Well, well, and an understanding uh, and a heart for the Bible in that and Jesus in that. No, it has nothing to do. It has nothing to do with wives submit to your husbands. It's like, yeah, wives submit to your husbands, and husbands, you're you're following Christ with everything you have, and your wives will follow you if you're, you know, you have you know you're honoring your wife and and so there there's a there's a uh it's not even a give and take it's just like we're all going in this direction as Jesus way and and so all of this is good but if you try and um yes there was tension there when he he just he held that that verse there I'm like just just move on there's more to this I I feel guilty right now I don't this is like this is not all of it there's more to this, you know, please. All the wives <laughs> in the room, they
2: all like hands, like instinct, instinctively like slide out of their husband's <laughs> hands, <laughs> <laughs> They like move away a little bit. They're like, why submit to your husbands? Yeah. to fucking do that. You can't tell me to do that.
1: Yeah. I mean, and the, there was a caveat given about if there's, if abuse is taking place, um, of any sort, like this is not, uh, applicable, but it is a total bully passage. That's one of the most abused. Um, picked. I, I mean, part of being on Twitter with the bros feed at bros, bibles beer, we rarely tweet, but I, I do kind of peruse there for content. Occasionally in my algorithm is a lot of stories of uh, ex Christians, ex evangelicals, ex evangelicals, as they are known. Nice. Um, and a lot of stories abused. Tons of people have left the church because of, the abuse that has taken place of women told to just submit to your husband that is physically and sexually abusing her. And she's just got to forgive and, and submit because the husband went to the church and said, yeah, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry that happened, but the cycle just continues. So um, that's why this is such a tricky passage. And I, I felt like the pastor on Sunday uh, did a, did a good job kind of threading um just weaving like keep reading keep reading past that verse of submitting to your your husband because i heard one podcaster talk about it like yeah women submit but men go to the cross like and so what does that mean like it, jeff just walked out to pee uh, i'm assuming but he mentioned lead well and your wife will follow like l- lead like Christ led and your wife will follow you the will follow you part trip me up a little bit because it's like it almost doesn't matter if you're a Christian and you care about what the Bible has to say. Uh, uh, live, love your wife, like Christ, love the church, like full stop, like whether or not the following happens. Cause often it's like, well, I'm, 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 I'm being like, I'm doing all the right things. And I'm, sub- I'm submitting to Christ and leading in that way and going to the cross. And she's still not doing what I want. It's almost like, well, A, you might not be doing all the things you think you're doing, but also it almost doesn't matter. You're not doing something for her to get return. Yeah, or if you're looking at it that way, like she's still not doing what I want, then maybe that's the that belies the fact that you're not actually dying to yourself and giving everything up. So I mean, that's what the cross means. It means losing. Jesus lost at the game of life willingly. Um, and that's the thing, is like Christians want to win too. Everyone wants to win in relationships and otherwise and the idea of mutual submission means you both lose to yourself for the sake of the other and when that's done well
2: you can yeah very difficultly thrive. That that was the the theme that he pulled out of. He's like basically if if the right way to interpret this. I actually appreciate it too that he he was like explaining why it's <laughs> uh just generally wrong to go pick a verse and pull it out and like what that how that violates uh, a good accurate reading of the bible in general so that's uh scott would want us to know or would want you to know listener that you should um display good hermeneutics and not just cherry pick your um cherry pick your verses to be able to fit whatever narrative you're trying to construct
1: which is weird because i agree with that but i think scott's hermeneutics aren't good so i don't know what's going on there
2: but he's not my wife, so I don't have to do anything about it. He's not here. I can make him say whatever I want. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I thought the mutual submission piece was was great. Yes, and that's uh, the the thing though that uh, that I struggled with a little bit when I heard it was it it was presented in a way. The concept is simple. Hey, each person in the marriage should be f- seeking ways all the time to submit to each other um that on its own is not a complicated thought you didn't you don't think the actions are easy it's yeah the first question would be hey yeah that is really simple just do that but uh hey why don't why doesn't it just work why don't people just do that if it if it is a simple concept how come we don't do it my, needs, yeah, get, simple my con-
1: needs get in the way. Simple concept that works. That's just, you know, which is kind of what you're saying. Simple concept, it works every time. Why don't we just do it?
3: Cause, yeah.
1: Because literally, if if both parties are caring about a person's need
2: on an equal level, Dude, it would work. All you have to do is just make three-pointers all the time. That's all you have to do. It's not more complicated than that. Just, yeah, Lakers. just make 3 three pointers 60
0: percent of the time three pointers you win the game yeah yeah because
1: yes. I know this from sports you score more points that's true and
2: the other team <laughs> so that that was that was the piece that I thought I was hoping that couples would walk away from and like spend some time talking about that or even just like acknowledge in the room hey this concept is really simple to understand and really really hard to apply because like you were alluding to Jeff we're like we're selfish or we're hurt or we there's nothing left in the tank i don't have any more to submit i can't, like service and submission i i don't know if we can use those interchangeably but maybe they're so closely tied together that there's sometimes where there's just there isn't anything left and i
0: or it, or we grew up a certain way and we're like why are they acting that way this is not how my this is not how i grew up this is not right and that throws that actually, I think, throws people more than anything else. Is just the foundation that. Why is that dad at home? My dad was always at right. the racetrack. Yeah. The, yes, yeah, straight up, it's which like, has
1: a wide range. By the way, he's betting on horses or he's making tens of millions of dollars <laughs> racing a fast car. <laughs> Anyways, keep going. We'll get
2: together then.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Wait, after betting or racing? Either way, <laughs> I'm still confused.
0: Yeah, either way. Easy, uh, you're right. Easy said, much more difficult to actually follow through and do and understand. Someone told me once: you you have to be constantly when you're listening to you know whomever's speaking or your wife and they're they're talking. It's like you're somewhat praying a little bit, like what. What are they feeling right now? What do they need? What, how can I respond in this?
2: What's the score of the Angels game? (laughs) Yeah, yeah, right. There's so many distractions. It's not going well, trust me. (laughs) (laughs) But that, it's
0: easier said than done. And that is a very challenging thing.
2: Well, I think, especially when it comes to making important decisions as a family. Like, how does that play out in your marriages? When it comes to where are we going to live? Uh, What is the... What kind of life do we want to live? What jobs... Like, who are we going to be spending time with? All of these, like, big key lifestyle decisions. How does that work in your guys' marriages when you're trying to work those things out? Mm -hmm. Zach? Well,
1: when things are clicking... I don't know. We don't. There's How about no, when they're not? Clicking? We don't have a. So I don't. I'm a. I'm a dirty, dirty liberal as far as Scott's concerned, um, biblically. But so I don't have. A, I don't feel a strong desire to maintain the. Our, our friend Carrie that's been on, and he's got the is it small C complementarianism that he small is, c. where yeah, you know, his wife is also a pastor. They pastor together. They're both pastors at their church. But there's. A structure in place, like Christ, Carrie, Megan. It it goes like it's very structured, and there's a if a decision is to be made, it's like it's known and it's accepted. And I I feel like they're doing it in a healthy way. Mm -hmm. It's not a way that I ascribe to personally, but and so I don't have I don't feel a strong desire to be like this is the way it is. So if there's like a sort of a quote unquote tiebreaker situation where we're making a tough decision. My personality slash theology, and those are two different things, but they're connected, um, isn't geared towards like, well, it's easy. I have the tiebreaker. Um, Saying that for myself, caveat being, I'm I'm not judging people that do it well in other ways. But when things are well and we're communicating well, generally, almost all the time, a decision is reached where we both feel like, Okay,
2: that's good. Um, so you never disagree? Oh no, we we do. I I said when we do it well. Oh yeah. Now what about when it's all messed? up? You know, up three
0: and, years ago when I was watching porn and struggling. Well, that's the.
1: Is that Trump or is that?
0: I, is I that don't know. Jeff? But it's just the. It's just the. Uh, <laughs> I'm trying you to
1: know, place of voice. O- o- oh, am I doing that? Like, yes, you are. <laughs> yes, you are. <laughs> all right, all you
0: right.
2: know, I think I I wrote yeah, it down in my journal the time that we had a disagreement (laughs) and I reminded myself next time we will get personal pan crust pizzas (laughs) deep dish because that's what she
1: likes. I'm not a perfect husband. I have made mistakes in
0: the past. Oh, Falling on the sword now. Oh Oh, yeah. Oh, such a
1: good man. If you think you're getting the perfect podcast, um, I, uh, I I don't. Okay, I honestly. I love it because you do not like this at all. If
2: you're one of those people, who's like one of those people.
1: (laughs) (laughs) That was part Bill Maher. Yeah, I was trying to get. I was
2: trying to get there. You were there. I was on my way. I gotta work. Don't be one of those people. Don't be one of those. Okay. (laughs) Okay. Oh. Oh man, I, I don't know. How sure, to when it's working great, yes. Then we both. <laughs> then it works com- great. you yeah. know it you
1: know is a, a
2: total, a total trip.
1: Is I know we all experience moments where things are firing on all, all cylinders and marriage feels easy. Um, and then when it when it doesn't when it doesn't happen, it's it's almost confusing because oftentimes it, it can be like one moment or it could be a series Mm. of small decisions or disagreements where one person didn't communicate how they're really feeling and they feel like they're being um, a little bit taken advantage of. And then before you know it, it's like, oh my gosh, we, we, we are not... I don't have an example in mind right now to dodge the question. I'm not dodging the question in that way, but feeling like, oh yeah, marriage can be difficult. And it's like there's this ebb and flow of working on it and it puts the rubber to the road of like submission when you think when you feel like you're right about something and like the way forward is just like I don't need to win this thing
2: <laughs> I'm laughing cuz I was thinking I was like we we all have strong-willed wives or our wives are not doormats <laughs> and, and and I've seen I was all in situations where our wives were like uh, excuse me <laughs> the one that came to my mind. My wife's a set of steak knives. Remember when we were driving back from from Palm Springs and I had to pee so bad, and Lindsay stopped at the like what I felt was the oh <laughs> least gosh, <yes>. opportune place <laughs> on the freeway. She literally like, pulled <laughs> o- over onto the freeway into like the emergency like runaway truck lane, and <laughs> and there was nothing inside. it's like step out into the middle of the desert but the desert is also a stage for everyone who's driving by to watch you pee there's nothing to pee behind i'm like we just passed uh
1: i just sound that guy's wiener
2: <laughs> <laughs> turnout after turnout after turnout after huge tree after pile, lots of bushes <laughs> like so many places to pee and then she pulls, and she stops, and it's in a lane.
1: No, it, it wasn't. You thought it was a lane. You were a hundred and ten percent sure it was f- we
2: were stopping in a
1: lane, and you you like snapped because you're like, I thought we were in stopping danger in, in a lane. But it, there wasn't room. You're not wrong. There wasn't. It was off, but there wasn't room. I could it, it was
2: off the highway though. It was in that new stretch on the sixty where they've where it's like curves around and tucks in. And anyway, Some hot California Black highway, Hill, the talk. Black Hills. It was confusing. I will I will accept that. I was, I was not clear if we were in a lane or not. And it felt like she stopped in a lane. And I'm like, we're all going to die. We're all going to die. You,
1: you definitely were. If I don't speak up very firmly right now, everyone's dying.
2: Yeah. Like that will happen. Yeah. I was like, we're going to get plowed into and die right here. And I won't have gone pee. Nobody wants to die with a full-bladder. So, yeah. so Zach and Lisa got to hear <laughs> us like yell at each other. Um, but Yay. it was an emergency situation and I, we can sort out feelings after the emergency's done or it was a perceived <laughs> emergency situation. But that was, a yeah, there wasn't a lot of submission happening there. That was, that was fun.
1: At least you didn't try to make her submit by grabbing the steering wheel. I oh mean, that God, could've... no. <laughs> Good Lord. That would have yeah. You're not wrong though. It is kind of interesting how in our, in their own ways, our wives are very powerful people. Like they're they're strong in a way that's like doesn't apply to just say a classical well, the Duggars. I watched the Duggar documentary, Shiny oh. Happy People. I mentioned that at the opening, no shiny happy people here. Amazon Prime, and it's you know, I got I got issues with some of the way it was made, but I don't have issues with the critique of this fundamentalist, rigid, this is the way the household operates. But when you're in that situation, you grew up in it, the the wives don't appear to be they don't they're not complaining about it. Like this is this is our role. This is what God wants. And so it's okay. And it I think it is okay in those situations until it goes wrong until and then, it's not. Yeah. Until it's not. And then it goes really bad, but our wives are, do not fit that fit that, like that mold of like, whatever the husband says goes no matter what.
2: I'm sorry. I was late with your sandwich.
1: <laughs> that kind of a thing. Yeah. <laughs> Which I prefer. Like, I, I don't know. Maybe it's just my personality. It's like, I,
2: I, I don't know. I, whatever. Just keep going. I don't know. Whatever.
0: Viva ask the questions.
2: <laughs> <laughs> so that i i think i think the mutual submission thing is uh easier said than done and depends on your personality we're not robots we're not robots to cut you off sorry
1: no like my personality andy you're a little more um on the type a scale i'm less type a than probably either of the three of the other people on the podcast um not and, and it's like so maybe some aspects of submitting as a spouse is it comes easier for different personalities and it's, it's, yeah. it's not equal. So that recognizing that,
2: well, another beer for Jeff. I don't remember. I think we got, we didn't come up with this ourselves at some point in time. Maybe it was a counselor or an older person who knew more about how to be married, gave us the the tip of, when you're, in, uh, when you're in a marriage or a relationship and you're needing to make some sort of bigger, big decision, um, try this little trick. And it works for us, which is more often than not, one of us will feel very strongly about the thing, whatever the thing is. And the other one won't feel as strongly about it. It it, like to to your point that you're saying earlier, it's very rare that we come in like really butt heads on something like no, I've heard heard this before vehemently. But we just go with the person who's most passionate about it, who feels the strongest. Okay,
1: hey,
2: Zach, you really feel strongly about lobster hands. We're the next podcast we'll do in lobster. Okay, give a serious example that you've actually been in. That's an actual example. You missed
1: the conversation he and I had pre podcast. How are you? It's
2: gonna be hard to play, but it's gonna be worth it, and it'll build. Do you need to do
1: puppets so it doesn't feel so? We tense. actually were using our left hands. Which so much tension uh, the listener. Both. We're both right-handed, and so before podcasts, we were doing a left-handed lobster thumb war. It was wild.
2: So, if Andy, have you ever had a wife well, staying? Uh, Lindsay's staying at home, like needing to work. Here's an example. Okay, right. Um, I didn't have a. Well, a I'd never had kids before. And so I wasn't, um, and my mom didn't.
1: How did you know how to make them
2: work? I looked well, looked at the internet. <laughs> uh, internet. My mom. In my mom. She worked a little bit when, when I was first born, and then she she didn't. Anyway, the point is, we're before kids. Both of us are working full time. Which is, you know, if you're in that uh, space listener, you are referred to as a dink, double income, no kids. It's a magical time. Dude, you don't even look (laughs) at your bank account. You buy what you want. You do what you want. You go where you want, when you want. You just live the most selfish life ever.
1: We had that at the beginning, but I didn't look up on the internet how kids were made. And so that happened earlier than we were planning. Uh, Keep going.
2: So, uh, so we got to that point and, uh, Lindsay felt very strongly hey uh, after our second was I think she timed it basically when we got pregnant with our second kiddo Lila that's when she said hey I I want I want to be full-time mom now I want to be here I want to be full-time mom that's it's really important to me that's what my mom did and I knew that the consequences of that or the implications of that for me I, I'll let you guys sort out how to pour things into glasses i swear we're listening but more importantly the listeners are listening yeah by definition for the listener they're both like leaning over as far as they can to try to hand each other glasses for me
1: if you want an ice cube the ice is partially melted i just, I just poured this in my beer <laughs> you might have had too oh much you pouring
2: old-fashioned from a bottle into just a beer take it from him he's like a baby there's a
1: there's a cocktail glass right there okay then I was trying to give you the ice to put a cup oh, of cubes in okay. there. Oh, okay.
2: Sorry. But some Gosh. of the ice is melted.
1: We're, I got you. Sorry, Andy. This is how the sausage is actually made, guys. guys. so
2: stupid. We've been podcasting <laughs> even for a know, long time. Don't you even know how to drink a drink? Anyway, uh, that uh, that oh decision was going to be, was obviously going to put a lot of pressure on me because now I'm, I'm the one who's responsible for taking care of the entire family and... Having the income, I'm. Wa- oh my gosh, Jeff! Wow, I want to see how this goes. God, keep, we need to be on going. YouTube,
1: and God bless you, Andy. That you can tell you're sober because you just enter back into your thought after we interrupt yeah. you multiple times. Listener,
2: Jeff has is both of his hands are full. One hand has a bottle of booze in it. The other has an empty glass. That once ha- and a cork. Once ha- and a cork. The empty glass once had ice in it. On his lap, balancing right next to his package is a glass that he's trying to pour drinks into. I don't know why you did that, Jeff. You have more than enough flat surfaces, which you could have easily set things down and poured things into, but you did it the hardest way possible. He felt
1: like he'd put it on the flattest surface, his package. Hey, Continue, Andy. Oh,
2: jokes. <laughs> anyway, so that, um, she felt really strongly about that. And I didn't have as strong a feeling about that as she did. And so, that kind of went into the decision-making process. It wasn't that I didn't care. I, I cared about it. Like I said, I, I kind of, I was smart enough to know, to do the quick math to go, okay, I will now have to make at least, you know, close to twice as much as I've made before or enough to cover whatever she was making. And, um, and that's, that's pressure that I will have to take on. But, She felt stronger about wanting to be a stay-at-home mom than I felt about um, not wanting to have have that added pressure. That that was the one that came to mind. Like, that's a good, you're being married and growing your family, growing pains that are happening.
1: It's a really good example. Another one is, uh, well, here's a boots-on-the-ground example regarding how people grieve differently. Um, From my own story. When we were post losing a kid, it was so when when that kind of tragedy happens, their statistics aren't great for married couples. Um it the, either having a somebody with special needs or losing a kid, I don't remember the what the stat is of couples that end up separating. But part of it is like Judging your partner for the way that they're they don't seem to care as much as I do or in the way that I do, and so mm-hmm. there there's a version of submission in that ballpark, just speaking from experience where somehow it was unspoken we didn't have a script or write a book I don't know if it's just like we are the right blend of personalities, but it was just kind of known when like when Andy and his wife or when Andy and Lindsay are like they know
2: which <laughs> Great timing, perfect timing
1: go ahead no, put it right in the mic. yeah, why don't you just do it make it worth it in case people didn't hear. Why don't Jeff you just interrupted the flow.'m i so sorry. no can you go back to that point and just put it on the mic? I, I did not know it was gonna actually <laughs> speak. It might be funny no, I <laughs> it's, it really.
2: I don't know. Uh, uh, no, I it's um, it's absurd. But. I, I don't even. Uh, I, I'm not even going to do that. That's okay. Zach, go back to what it was like to lose a kid. I'm so sorry,
1: Jeff. You just don't care. Like <laughs> I feel
2: like you should as
1: a friend, and it's. You thought you were Misty before you got here to the podcast, but it's really. I'm just kidding, Jeff. It's okay, <laughs> Jeff. Um, that was legit, legitimately funny, and I kind of wish he would play it. Maybe, maybe it'll come out, but andy and and Lindsay, knowing in their best moments, knowing okay, this person cares about this in a way that I don't i will I'm gonna take a back seat, let them drive this train um it was similar in the grief process mm-hmm. of of just kind of oh, it's clear that Lisa doesn't have she's just she's checked out and she needs to be checked out mm. and so I'll do the day to day whatever it is. Mm. Um, And then went the other way. Like, yeah, there were plenty of times where, or even like me just losing myself in video games for a day and mm. her knowing like, okay, this isn't like, this isn't his habit. He's not going to be a video game sloth for the rest of his life. Although there's moments, I guarantee you, she's laughing right now. There's moments where she feels <laughs> like that that is the case. Uh, But just knowing in the moment, like that's what I needed. Yeah. Uh, and so it's a similar thing. And maybe there's a percentage of the audience that, has a version of that, whether it's like losing a relationship or whatever, there's losing a pet, like all these, there's, this this is not the grief Olympics. It's not a contest. Like there's very important things that cover the spectrum that when you're in a relationship, you got to kind of do that math and be aware. And part of it's just, just wisdom and being outside of yourself, you know, drop a little bit of the narcissism and like, okay, what what is it like to be in somebody else's shoes? I don't know. Maybe that's helpful.
2: Well, that feels like it's a, the empathy piece feels like it's a pretty critical ingredient to being able to submit to one another. And it feels like you've got a, a, that trusting that other person as well. Maybe that, I don't know if that really was talked about, but the more and more I think about it, like me submitting to someone else, uh, it requires a lot of trust on my part. I think, um, I don't know. I don't know if I'm... Because
1: you're out of control.
2: Yeah, for sure. And Andy likes control. Yes, I do.
1: That went without saying, but thanks for saying it explicitly, Jeff. Can
2: you move your cup in just a little bit? Thanks.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I think
0: part of it is... Jeff, where are the coasters? I think, gosh, (laughs)
2: dang
1: it. Put the coasters under there.
0: most of it... How were you raised? ...is having a pulse on your spouse's heart. And when you do that... Hearts do provide pulses. submit... There there's a natural submission when you're not even thinking about that. It's like walking in the room and not reading the room. It's like if you don't do that, you're gonna run into some serious problems and say some stupid stuff or play something stupid from Instagram in the middle of somebody's very fan, you know, nice story. And uh I heard the words Barack and Oral. <laughs> okay. Let's let's not go over my shortcomings of this podcast again. Uh, but pun intended. <laughs> oh, oh, we can all laugh now. Uh, no, but having the pulse of your your spouse's heart is is key, and if not, then you're going to run into problems. And always having that in mind is not. It's not a priority a hundred percent of the time. And that's why we run into problems.
2: Do your spouses have a tell by the way, a tell that when you walk into the room that you can be like, walk carefully, walk very carefully, choose your words wisely right now. I don't know what's going on, but whatever I've walked into is serious.
1: Yes. And it's the same for both of us. It's... uh,
2: Uncontrolled flatulence.
1: (laughs) (laughs) That's actually in my worst moments and my best moments. That's like a dual purpose. Yeah. Uh, It is... Well, I'd be curious. It'll be interesting to hear Lisa after she listens to this back. But if either of us walks in and gets home and the other person is cleaning or organizing something aggressively... Oh, yeah. (laughs) It is like... And I do that. I do that. It's like I just need to do something. And I think Lisa would just wishes like maybe you would clean and organize just when you're feeling normal a little more. That's that's definitely a thing,
2: dude. At least you get a benefit out of being pissed off. That's amazing. Yeah, I haven't.
1: I haven't left to go have too many old fashions or Manhattan's at at a local dive bar. That that you do that here happen. when you're in good spirits. I know. Yeah. <laughs> spirits you guys what do you got
2: oh i can read lindsay's lips quite literally the position of her lips i can walk in and it's like that that's the that's my like indicator that's the temperature gauge and she uh she's i'm not giving anything anything away too much she's told me that it pisses her off that i can read her that quickly on it but i know and i've seen it in my oldest daughter actually just today i was like oh there's the lips Somebody's pissed off right now. <laughs> <laughs> but it wasn't a you? It wasn't a me. I was innocent in this situation, which was fan- I'm glad. But I knew. I'm just going to walk a little softly around here and be thoughtful about anything that I say. Crazy Dodger game, huh? Yeah. I <laughs> mean, I don't care about it. You don't care about it either, right? No. All right. Well.
0: Yep. S- walking... Walking into my home sometimes, I do sense that my wife's a little nippy. She's just, it's like, eh, the 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 fuse is short, and it, it usually- No,
1: that's not the question. Is there a specific tell? And hopefully, we'll get to find out what, when you're upset, what would she, what are the signs she would notice? Oh,
2: yeah. Uh,
0: like, if you're nippy- when, we'll keep going with, oh, when, with when i'm
2: oh well when when she what's is, the pre-nip uh behavior <laughs>
0: <laughs> well it's it's a little hard it's <laughs> maybe uh, anyway um wait what am i answering <laughs> i think you're gonna play that
2: instagram post <laughs> <laughs> being being snippy is well that's obvious like yes okay. walking into
0: my what's the tell yeah what's the tell
2: before that if they didn't say anything no,
1: let's just say you, you don't think no, anything's wrong Everything's not fine. no
0: it's only with my with uh with Tanya it's only tone like you can hear it in the tone and it's so not you say what, hey, it's hey. not what she's doing it's the tone of what she said
2: she could be saying I love you and I'm like oh boy hold on I'll be you and you be Tanya okay Just come come in the door. You're me. Yeah, I'm you. Open up the door. I love this. Oh my god, babe! Such a long day. What are we having for dinner tonight? (laughs) Fuck off. Wait. So you can't. Is, is. You know what? You can't hear it in the tone. The way you did that. The ton- That's actually clarifying, Jeff. <laughs> okay, no. it, it, it is. No, no, yep. No, she, the tone she... is clear. I got this. Like sort of like, hey, she just wants you to fuck off in that moment.
1: Yeah, this uh, is one of those things. If it's the 1400s and she had a hatchet, you know, it's not
0: words; it's it's action. That accents. hatchet would be in between my <laughs> skull. <laughs> yeah. No, it, it's just it's all it's all tone. It's not what she's doing. It's just it's the tone of her voice that I'm like, okay, things are not well, and you know, I'm not exactly sure where to land here, but I. I do know that hey you should babe. submit to her Step, and die to no, yourself. No, no. Yeah, yeah, right. It's great, Jeff. Thanks. Um, hey, babe, it was a long day today. It's a. How's your day? <laughs> it's a very. Um, oh, that'd be terrible. Like, oh, you know what? I've been having a bad day too. That's a really bad. Oh, uh, uh, my day, day was day crazy. Though. You baby. had a bad
1: day. Make it happy.
0: <laughs> I had a bad day too. We have something in common. <laughs> uh, that's not the Viking way. Um, but there's there's definitely a tone, but I I'm learning that it doesn't nothing works the same. It's like what you thought worked, like okay, I'm gonna step into this. You know, it's like, hey, what can I do? Or and it's not even. I, I don't think it's a just a my wife thing. I think it's just like we think we understand. And we have no idea. It's like, God, how, how do I even enter into this? Like, I'm just going to go hide in a corner or I'll go uh, help the kids with schoolwork, or I'll,
1: and uh, Jeff's house, just, they got a new house. So they have the space where they actually
0: have a corner. <laughs> they have the hiding corner Or <laughs> that's where they send people. Just, I,
2: I got confused in Jeff's house
0: <laughs> <laughs> or I'll just go and just talk with her. Or I know she's got to listen, but it's, Never the same. So with guys, it's usually the same. And with women, it's never the same in, in terms of how you deal with something. And so that yeah, is- you, the, sp- you speak for your woman. I'll speak for mine. As as men, right? As leaders. <laughs> 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 yeah. Uh, but like with-, with Lindsay, guys, I
2: didn't laugh during that. If you can go back and yeah, listen. We smiled a little. With
0: guys- <laughs> with, Sorry,
2: Andy. I'm sorry. I'm with so guys, sorry. we're simple
0: that's very simple and straightforward we handle things certain way hey we had a conflict I hit you we're all good now um and wait what are we
2: like no, eight-year-old no. boys so,
1: now
0: uh, yeah yeah what? And
1: I, I feel like there's a lot of words happening I want to get back to Annie's question because neither of you actually answered it all the way <laughs> oh wow he's calling us out well, for the tells s-
2: I answered the tells for your wife what's yours oh no we didn't get to that part yet because he never he just said, "Well, tone. you were
1: doing it, and you that's didn't,
0: it. You didn't do it. You didn't do it all the way. And for all I know, my wife doesn't even know that's that that's saying. what she that's what she does, or maybe she maybe she does, or maybe she does and I she hope, doesn't want to admit okay, Tanya, it." Tanya
1: anchor.fm slash BBB Pod. I want to hear like fourteen oh, yeah. minute long voicemails
2: in the tone. I want to hear in the tone. In the tone. No, do the do the tone. Say all
0: the nice things, but yeah, they in can't, the tone. No, she cannot replicate that. She knows it. It's. She's got it.
2: Maybe after uh, listening to this, she, she has she'll find to feel the, it. Oh, Tanya, he's telling you what you can and can't do. <laughs> <laughs> now you've got some fodder. Thanks, Andy. I'm going to be punched for that. <laughs> you can do dude, Well, just is, record it, though. When Would you go there so we can hear the tone? Geez, <laughs> just yeah, so we can, dude, wait a
0: second. Hold I on. I just want to hear the tone.
2: Hold on. We're going to edit all of this out because... Hi, Jeff. T- Tanya and I are in a sweet spot, and I super, do not want to ruin that. Super glad you're home now. <laughs>
1: Hey, don't worry. Great. You're in a sweet spot. It's gonna change. Yeah, you're not gonna stop being married. You're being married for uh, a long time.
2: Man, you'll be much longer.
0: Um, We're dudes. We know yeah. how to mess it up. Okay, <laughs> yeah, but we correct it the same way as dudes. But but men and women don't. We don't them. Really? There's there's how do you correct your uh you know when things have gone wrong? What do you do? Um often, how do you read your wife?
1: Just a lot Wait. of time. Well, I told I told you we both have the same cleaning mechanism, and oftentimes we are not great at conflict. Both of us are conflict adverse, which means not a lot of blow-ups. Um, but it's not always super healthy. It's a thing we've gotten better about generally, but there will be times where it's like, oh, we go to sleep. And neither of us sleep very well because we're pissed and we didn't want to deal with it. Mm. And it will happen. And I think sometimes that works in your favor where you wake up in the morning and you have a different perspective where this doesn't matter as much as I thought it was. I thought it did. Yeah. And you can recognize, but there are times where it probably should, we should probably just talk about this and have an uncomfortable conversation and then maybe go to bed later than we wanted to, but we both sleep better. So that's the downside of it. But so you don't really deal with it in the yeah, not very rarely, unless it's a really big thing that is urgent,
0: it'll be put off. So I go passive aggressive, like it's not a big deal, but I keep like pushing buttons and and I don't like conflict, but I like to push buttons to see what so you like certain conflicts. Well, I, I I guess, but Tanya she likes conflict. She actually thrives in conflict. And I'm like, Oh, I'm, I'm dead. I mean, she's, she's going to pulverize me, but I'm going to step into this and I'm going to get pulverized and I'm going to, I'm going to lose in every Avenue emotionally, physically, my ego, like she's going to destroy me, but I, I walk into it, but she, she kind of grew up in that. Like she's a good, she'd be a great litigator. And 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 she actually she actually is but and i i lose like i win every she's an attorney <laughs> I, I, I thought I, she was a doula <laughs> i i lose i i lose <laughs> my arguments with her and maybe part of its submission or just getting submitted or um that's a good distinction <laughs>
2: Yeah, it is actually <laughs> tapping out is different than passing out.
1: <laughs> There's nothing I can do in
3: this
0: moment. <laughs> and so I shall go to my hiding corner. <laughs> yeah, after Three she taps. after she takes a mallet to my skull. Um but I I in in that regard I'm like I hate that and I love that because she's willing to go to battle and and but I'm just not good at battle. Okay, okay. So
1: in the interest of time, you guys, both of you, what's your tell? What would your wives say in Europe? various opinions? Not talking. Okay. That's your, that's my tell. So she is, let's just say you're home with the kids or whatever, or you get home. She has no idea you would be upset about anything. You, what is your tell? And yours is not talking. No, I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm good. Oh yeah, that so that that's that's tone plus. Everything's fine.
0: Yeah, yeah, right. Short and to the point. BS.
2: Unlike Jeff, I have lots of layers, so I need to know what the situation is. Is it my? It has she hurt my feelings? Because my reactions and my tells will be different for that versus like I had a horrible day at work. I'm with Andy. No,
1: it's related to something your your spouse did that you are upset with.
2: Oh, I'm not talking if I if come on. I did it. I think that. Um, Lindsay will confirm this. If I think it's something that she I think she needs to apologize for. Um, well, you're asking for the tell. Uh, is this like how would you that's a good situation though Zach is this where your wife would know
0: like oh you're acting a certain way or you're saying something So I'll be distant
2: I I will be distant and I will and it it will be obvious that I don't want to spend time with her until I feel like whatever she I think she needs to apologize for I'm saying I'm saying this very intentionally whatever I think she needs to apologize for because it sometimes it comes out and it's like oh I guess I also need to apologize to yeah. you too. Okay. We will both mutually apologize. But um, but then who apologizes first? But I will, Um, yeah, I will, I will be distant and I'm like, I'm pissed at you. I don't want to talk to you Um, until you. Non-verbally
1: and maybe occasionally verbally.
2: Yeah. Well, and it, it doesn't, I don't think it lasts very long. I don't, I don't, I'm not a good, I'm not a poker player. Not this kind of poker player. I will try to, I will say something pretty quickly, but if it's something that was tough at work, yeah, that's, I don't know, man. I I think, I think it still is a a distant one. I will probably look pretty wiped out. You'll be, I I think it's, she could probably see that on me.
1: It's wild. And it's all connected to, the The tentacles of relationships, so you get home and and shitty day at work, and you just to use a phrase I hate, but I used recently uh, with a friend I just can't I use it jokingly, but it was true. I just can't even yeah, um if you get home and it's not related to the family in any way, certain dynamics in the family once you get home, you will there's more of a risk of conflict. Ensuing that wouldn't have happened if you were if sure. you had a great day at work. Yeah, which is very different from like already being pissed at your spouse for whatever reason in any any direction, and you know that's yeah. the case, and you come home.
2: So I, I will also use like phone as distraction, too, to not think about the thing that's hurt me or frustrated me or whatever. So. And I end up getting a funny
1: reel or two sent to my uh, Instagram. You so, do. That's what I'm like. Oh, I, I, I reap the dividends.
2: You do reap the dividends <laughs> because I've trained my algorithms so well. I've got the. <laughs> I've got all the good internet's people. If you want them, go follow me. Um. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> hey, if we don't get if we don't get a voicemail from each one of our wives to play back on this next episode, I I'm sorry. I'm disappointed. Yeah. Uh, I, I mean, will, an actual feedback that we can play in the yeah, episode. I think that would be helpful, entertaining. Um, I guarantee you, we're all going to get feedback. I'd like to
2: hear what or what wi- I'd like to hear our wives. Tell, tone. Get, I want, <laughs> I want their versions of what they, our tells are because you know, we're on the, we're on the receiving end of their tells. So It's easier for us to to describe what's going on
1: or and how they feel about our interpretation of their tells that would be interesting too if they're like, wait I I, I, do yeah. that? I thought my tell was something else we would we would want to know that too that would, I, yeah. would be fun
2: uh, Lindsay knows this one I've said it I was like, what's wrong? I can see it on your lips <laughs> <laughs> She knows that I know about the pursed lips um, but. I think it would be great for us to have our friend to bring this full circle. Our our new friend and pastor Brandon from uh, NBC come on sometime, and we could talk Ooh, about Brandon. this. Brandon, Brandon Reed. Have you heard about Brandon? Uh, that that might be fun. We could we could um we could tear him up after every single pot. Uh, Every single message that he gives. Wouldn't that be fun, Brandon, to just come in and have people criticize your messages? Doesn't that sound like a good time? Yeah.
1: <laughs> Sounds like a great time. Yeah. As I'm a
2: critic. Kidding. We would not do that. But it would be fun to to continue the conversation, the metaphorical conversation that turns into a real conversation. Eh?
1: Yeah, it would be. Something I thought about before, earlier in this conversation, because I know people care about what the Bible has to say. Um, and to continue just to carry the dirty liberal torch. If you're looking for oh, a couple of things, I got distracted just now in my head and you guys all heard it because I just stopped saying what I was saying. The uh, pastor Goddard from the shiny happy people. I don't remember what his movement was called. Uh, The, the Gothard or Goddard or Gothard. I don't know one of those things, but the Duggars were a part of this movement and, and so, shiny, happy people, which John and Kate plus eight—that was it, right? Nope, different thing. Wait, what thing? Who was they? I mean, they had eight they, kids. They kept having kids. Yes. No, they had. It started as John and Kate plus eight, and they kept having kids. But they were part of this other movement. That—that that was the Duggars. They were on. The Duggars TLC. had nineteen kids. Nineteen kids and counting. Yeah, different things. Sorry, yeah. No, Johnny. Real time corrections. They had, I
2: think they had sex tuplets, and then two more kids. Okay, or two different more different thing.
1: So, nineteen kids and counting, and it was counting. They were part of a movement, and it's worth watching this docu, docu- series because it's like four to seven. Episodes.
2: Dude, at what point did the babies just start falling out? <laughs> <laughs> Like, you, know, you know, there is some
1: recovery involved. The human body is remarkable. Throwing but, but, a
2: hot dog down a hallway. That's...
1: Wow. Oh, I, I get it, and I appreciate it. That's a <laughs> wide
2: canal. <laughs> but, like, honestly, 19 <laughs> kids? But, um... Nothing works anymore. But the... I can't verify that, because you know, it works for them. Common sense tells you... Lo- rely on common sense, Zach. We... Dude, that that is it
1: is a thing where it's like, well, if God God gave us this mandate when you read the bible literally as far as out of context be, be and literally fruit, yes, fruitful multiply. And by the way, as a dirty liberal, I I think there are parts of the bible you should read literally. That's where hermeneutics comes into it, yeah. but Hermenius. if you if your birth control is like no birth control, we'll have kids when God God's wants want God wants us to and you have a decently regular sex life. Guess what? You're going to have kids. That's the way the bodies are made. But some people live by that. If God didn't want us to have kids, we wouldn't keep having kids. Um, but my point was that guy, the the leader, no wife, no kids, and takes these Bible verses literally. And in my opinion out of context telling people how to run families with like strict rigid Mm. rules no deviation
2: oh he was not married nope never married no kids like like scott no kids or like no kids no kids i'm kidding it's a bad joke (laughs) um actually
1: it might not be a bad joke Mm -mm. you should watch the documentary okay but that that's it tickles me it's like it's a version of it's an argument i don't like in principle so a simple example is none of us have played quarterback in the nfl right mm,
2: you guys correct me no okay that, so far I correct
1: you have a general good idea about what a good quarterback looks like in the nfl yes, yes. i hate the argument of like well you never played so oh. You know, when a fan is pissed off and like, or if say a fan is pissed off and a Twitter post goes viral and the professional in questions like you never played, so shut the F up or whatever. What do you know? Yeah. It's a stupid argument. It's like, well, you're, you're certainly playing shitty. So I don't like that argument, but I'm kind of doing that argument now. But I just happen to have, I think, better hermeneutics. This guy had no kids, no wife, and is very sure about the way family should run no questions asked and abuse has happened as a result. So the fruit stands and I'm making, I'm just confessing guys. I'm confessing that I don't like that argument, but I'm making it. And I think it applies.
2: He probably had problems beyond family things as well in his theology. He probably didn't just draw a fine line there and carve out that piece of bad theology.
0: Insecurities.
1: No, but going back to my other point was like they're, they're, we all kind of, even the people that are pretty literal in the Bible, we will pick and choose because um, there are parts of the Bible that in the New Testament that do say, women, if you speak in church, your head should be covered, and other parts that say women should not speak. And so there's obviously two different letters, two different contexts, and that's where hermeneutics comes into play, but... um, just yes. be careful if you're going to like just do the just hammer the gavel and like the Bible is my authority. It's like you want to be very careful when you use that, that, that uh, muscle. The
2: Bible may be authoritative, but your interpretation of the Bible may not be.
1: Yeah. I do believe in absolute truth. We, we, we can't just, know it absolutely. We can't. Maybe sometimes we get close, but always have that, that open
0: handedness. What's amazing. Or make in the, sure
1: that your claws. Make sure your lobster claws. <laughs> if your
2: lobster claws are pinched together. Right.
1: Show me your lobster. claws. You oh, grr. that's, you're talking. Now we're Dr. Evil a little bit.
2: It, well, it's not much of a difference. There it's isn't. like Dr. Evil and Kermit, Kermit the Frog <laughs> had a baby. Once again. Jordan Peterson. We should be
0: live. Yeah, that's it. Uh, <laughs> so are there places in the world where women still, you do not speak or your head is covered and the men speak for the is that a rhetorical question? No, I'm asking. No, it's not. Yes. Well, yeah. And spelled Saudi Arabia. And how is that functioning in that That's why I was asked one if it's
1: rhetorical. Ordered. Like it's wild because there's there's the conservative argument for like cleanliness and no crime, but there's an iron fist behind it and people just go away that deviate
2: well, clearly the Lord has blessed them with oil and riches beyond their wild imagination. So, which one of us is wrong in this equation?
1: <laughs> Such good logic. It's,
2: I love that logic. It's biblical.
1: It's biblical.
2: Would the would would the Lord not have blessed them had they not been doing what He wanted?
1: There are cultures where women have their their clitoris cut. They are uh, castrated in that way. I don't know if castrated is the right word, but. In Mutilate, Saudi Arabia, so that they cannot, not just set, feel pleasure. I, I, I don't know, I'm yeah. not saying Saudi Arabia, because oh, so okay. they can't feel pleasure. So so sex doesn't bring pleasure, um, and and where the women are willing participants. Well, and that's not, in my opinion, that's not okay. But it's it's an example of if there's buy in, it's. I don't know. It's, it, this is bringing, that's out- a
2: pretty nuanced statement that they're willing participants. Right.
1: They just know it's like, maybe they don't like it. It's not fun, but it's, it's what you do.
2: Yeah. I mean, people who are brainwashed, they don't know be, any different, could be said that they are willing participants in things. and things. Yeah. Like, yeah. It's a good point. Stockholm syndrome. Right. Yeah. It, so that's why I'm just being like, I yeah. know what you mean. I'm, I'm giving you the benefit and of the and doubt. It's, and it's not right. But, but listener, it, you don't know what Zach means, and you might think that he's an
1: asshole.
2: And I might be sometimes.
1: But guess what? I'll just submit pretty quickly, <laughs> especially if you do that. I wish I knew MMA terms. I would just say a, th- a name of a thing that you could do, like the five-point the five point exploding heart technique. Ooh, kill Bill. <laughs> yes. <laughs> do that on me. I will submit to that.
2: Yeah. Uh, What was the point? Maybe know. we made it. I think we made the points. It was generally
1: good. culture is complex. Culture and <laughs> submission is complex.
0: Andy's laughing, but it's terrible. He's like good summary, Zach. You know,
2: speaking of the clitoris, culture is. It's sometimes it's hard. <laughs> I like that you said that. Difficult things are difficult. And
1: now we're going to go into our science segment. Did you know that the That's
3: science? The human secret.
1: The human Our f- bullshit segment This is bro science for sure Oh But okay. also might be true This is real The human female clitoris
2: Why'd you <laughs> make that noise? What, what
1: the fuck was that? That was weird What was that? Was that I think your we phone? Should, I don't was that think... your Instagram? <laughs> uh, what?
0: <laughs> <laughs> do your laugh Zach Come on do you laugh
1: <laughs> That wasn't me But yeah that's close Doesn't age functionally. But what doesn't age? As far as science can tell, <laughs> what does the, the clitoris <laughs> remains fully functional as a device of pleasure. That's its only purpose is pleasure. There's there's no other physiological purpose. Okay. Which is rad. Good for good for women, man. I mean yeah, good for women. The male unit. I'm not the male phallus is multifunctional, but
2: this is a great new segment that we should start. <laughs> yeah. I like this. You can you can <laughs> sex talk, sex talk, sex talk, urine, semen
1: out of the same sex talk, sex talk. Urine and semen comes out the same the same place. It comes from different places though inside the body. In case you guys didn't know, all right, guys, it's phallic time. But I don't know. There's something to that. Like, eventually, guys age out in a way. So women age out as far as being able to produce children. Man, I have no idea what point you're trying to make right now. Where are you you going? And we're going
0: down the black hole.
2: This is
1: family fun talks. (laughs) This
2: is called an old-fashioned and a beer. Hey, listen, uh, parents, this is the part where if you've been feeling uncomfortable talking to your kids about- your children. Talking to- well. The reverse. If you're uncomfortable talking about <laughs> sex or sex organs with your children, yeah. um, bring Who them close. Who is listen to Bros Bibles and Beer with their children? Bring I've, them in closer.
1: I think sexual pleasure is amazing. And when you do it with somebody you love, it it just astronomically, it exponentially amazing. And the idea oh, that man. there, there hey, is female... Amen. Hold now on. we're getting to the good stuff.
0: Hold amen. On. Oh, it,
1: you like candy too? The idea that there's... <laughs> You got a green jolly rancher over there some for Some people me. don't get to have candy because for some girls in the uh, world or some women. What are we doing? I, I don't, let I, me finish my point. I don't know what it is still, but let me finish it. Okay. For some women, they Speak, never get that. Can, the candy is taken away permanently. Jesus.
0: And so. Oh, you're talking about the people who get their.
1: Eventually, our female mutilation. Yeah. Eventually, yeah. our penises are going to die. die. <laughs> you guys. And your wife, if we are blessed with eighty, ninety
2: years together, she'll die when our penis dies. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Is, is that the point exactly. that you're? Is that the point you're trying to make? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and then she won't have to live on an earth where she doesn't get to experience the joy of sex. She
0: dies of erection rejection if she wanted it.
2: Yeah.
1: It doesn't matter the age. Apparently the clitoris still functions, which I think is a blessing and a gift. And so it's beautiful. And the the tragedy is in a lot of religious environments, that it it took 10 minutes to say that the female pleasure. Yes. That's a, (laughs) such a good comment. I still think it's good pod though. Uh, (laughs) It is. You're potting all over the place. Most, so many Christian women, there's like this repression of like mm-hmm. pleasure and it's, it's a terrible thing. And it's like, it's like de- defer to the man, make sure you satisfy his needs because otherwise he's going to lust and he's going to go off. And it's like, th- this is a two way street and it's important to, uh, to know more. So I think I just gave some people a little bit more. The female human clitoris functional, Till the end of time. I like that idea, and I hope I hope when we're ninety five, <laughs> that even though I can't, I hope my clitoris is functional. Even though I can't, you know, new miracles in modern science aside, I hope that if my wife is like, "Hey, I'm good to go. Let's do this. Let I'll me. Like, uh, All right, I will submit to that." I want to quote
0: Barack Obama. This is good. Yes, we can. Yes, we can.
2: Yes, we can. And 95, you will lay your flaccid member. (laughs) A member. Across (laughs) your lady lover's lap. (laughs) (laughs) And look at my sausage.
1: What the fuck, Jeff? Why would you ruin
0: it? And he was doing
1: it right I there. I was painting
2: a word picture,
1: and he just ruined it.
2: I'm not Kobayashi
1: or what's the other guy's name? That's better? Nate,
2: Nate Nathan. No, those Nathan's are, hot dogs. Nathan, look at my far, Look at my farmer John's. Who's,
1: who's the champion for the last ten years? It was. I his
2: name is Nathan, but
1: no, I think it's the Nathan's. I think it's the Nathan's hot dog competition. competition. <laughs> hey, if you've made it this far in the podcast. I'm sorry. You got bonus. You got bonus time. (laughs) You've experienced experienced almost the entire range. (laughs) Like some of the deepest shit you can talk about. Yeah, we did. So deep and hot
2: and steamy. (laughs) (laughs) All right. We're going to try something. We're going to try something slightly (laughs) new here now. All right. Something new in the past. (laughs) There it is. There it is. There it is, baby. Hit the notes. (laughs) In In
0: the the
1: IOC. I'm actually misty now. (laughs) That's a
2: little bit. In the past, we've we've called this "What are you consuming?" But we're going to try to rebrand this a little bit. Um, so we're gonna we're gonna <laughs> shift a little bit and see how we can set this up. And uh, maybe I've been talking too much already. Yeah. Here we go. Yes, you have. <laughs> All right, uh, Zach, what you got? Oh, uh... <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Jeff, what hey, you Jeff. got,
1: <laughs> Zach?
2: Well, apparently that's... Science experiment failed.
1: Okay, I'll I'll start and I'll think of something else. But I didn't I haven't mentioned the Duggars until tonight, but it was uh Shiny Happy People, the Duggars story. Nineteen kids and counting or whatever. Yeah. It's it's worth watching a little. I was homeschooled until high school and I don't regret that. I think it's what I needed. I had learning disabilities and whatnot. Um, and my mom was a teacher. And she recognized that. So I, I think she did me a huge favor. God only knows where i would be if I was in the public school system in our area at the time, not speaking for all public school systems.
0: Um would you like to be a girl Zach? That
1: didn't exist. The girls didn't exist then. Without judgment, judgment, was coming. There were no girls. Well, were, it oh, does. Sorry. It does. We already covered coming. So
2: um <laughs> Andy's face is uh, priceless. Doing this without drinks is a different experience. It is a different experience. Now, Andy, he's lying. He wanted to laugh, but he's protecting himself. <laughs> I did. Right I, now. I. Yeah. I did. I. <laughs> Thank you. Chuckled in my nose. I, I guarantee you. What do they call you, that? What fake is this called? News, what is Scott. it called when you do this? <laughs> what's that called?
1: Maybe it's a little hat tip. Like, I don't want to give you a full laugh, but
2: I'll give you a But what grunt. would, what's the word? A chortle. I don't think that's a chortle <laughs> when it comes through your nose. By the way, a chortle should be up with moist and
1: ample and supple. Chupple. Chortle is a gross sounding word. Oh. That
2: needs to be a soundbite. Yeah, you're on charge of soundbites, and you haven't done any. I haven't done, it in is a long done any. have time. Oh, we gotta get that five years. Oh, and that and that. Oh, it should be a soundbite. Okay. You, uh, so you're do, watching nineteen do, nineteen do kids accounting.
1: We finished it. It wasn't to, not that it was the shiny happy people on Amazon Prime. Uh, they they kind of make fun of homeschool in a little way. It's a documentary, and they they try to be sort of like level headed, but none no, of them are. None none of them are. And having experience in a healthy homeschool, I've I've experienced in a healthy homeschool situation. Um, they there's a little bit of like, oh, you homeschool your kids. Look what happens. And that's not true. Homeschooling has probably never been bigger than it has. It it is now. And uh, the vast 99% is like totally healthy, no matter their perspective. So there's a little bit of that. But when you're watching anything, if you're looking for like, I agree 100% or I hate this, like you're doing it wrong. Watch it. Pick out what's good. Yeah. Leave out what's bad. I think there's way too much culture warrior stuff bullshit right now where it's like, um, oh, that person said a thing that I don't like. Even if I don't, I like some other things. It's like, oh, you're on the wrong team.
2: Like Social yeah. commentary. You know where we're really seeing that pop up right now? Where? By people saying 100%. 100%. They want, it's like seeped into the culture. People just are reflexively saying this now because they want to have complete agreement I think
1: on think I th- said it like nine times last episode. And It was never mentioned, but I hope people got my
2: tone. That you were saying it uh, sarcastically. I
1: I say it sometimes, not thinking. Me too. And it's something I want to eliminate, just like I want to eliminate like and um as commas in my sentence structure. You know, Uh,
0: like 100%.
2: And I just said uh right there. So We we do it. I do it too. I've gotten sucked into it. It's happened, and I'm trying to catch myself.
0: But-
1: I do play a pretend drinking game when I listen to Joe Rogan. I'm, I, I, I think will, he's the one. I will occasionally listen to Joe Rogan. And don't play an actual drinking game when you're listening to Joe Rogan because you will relate it to 100%. You will die.
2: Meaning? You will die 100%. When, <laughs> <laughs> if, he, if Joe Rogan says 100%, you drink. Yes. I think he's the one who's actually responsible for popularizing the term.
0: Well, every time I go to Starbucks, they say, perfect. Oh, yeah, perfect. I'm like, yeah. Yes, they're 100%. Yeah, I, it is. I'm like, yeah, I think I'll, I'll have a uh, just a dark roast, and they're like, perfect. And like, uh, like,
2: can you pee in it a little bit for me? <laughs> oh, uh, yes. Yes, geez. perfect. <laughs>
1: <That would> be, <laughs> we need a man on the street video <laughs> to just like order multiple things, get them to, like- to say perfect, like seven times in a row, and we, they just
2: drop one of those. In. Pretty much, they do. <laughs> Can you not wash your hands and please stir my coffee with your finger? Mm. <laughs> perfect. Uh, uh, perfect. Yeah, ah, oh, yeah, perfect,
0: uh, perfect. If I add for if I add any extras or little change, could you add like some two percent to that? Uh, would you like half per, like a half inch or an inch? I'm like just a half inch. Oh, perfect. If I had said an inch, was
2: that also perfect? Yeah, I don't know how many inches. Can Jeff? you pour two percent yeah. in, and then I'd like you to actually uh, remove it. Pour, pour it back out oh. and then I'd like you to pour whole oh. milk in oh uh, let it sit there for a minute oh. and then I need you to sip it out slowly oh. can
1: you put it through a lactate filter and remove that 4% and make it
2: 2% again <laughs> 100% can
0: you, can you? <laughs>
2: all, oh my God. they're all 2% perfect <laughs> <laughs> let's start doing that let's start Dude,
1: that's su- that. <laughs> it's such a good business running. It's like just keep stroking your customers' ego. Just keep oh, perfect, ball washing. Just keep.
2: And I'd like you oh, to take perfect. That. Oh, yeah. Do you Jeff. have corn? In, oh, yeah. Do you have corn on the cob? Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Perfect. <laughs> can you uh, corn on the cob and start? Can you dip a? Can you dip a corn? Actually, I brought my own corn on the cob. Will you dip that into the coffee thing? Have milk you Have a
0: dip code Perfect. Yes. Oh, perfect. Hundred yeah, percent. Oh, is the coffee perfect. dark roast? Yeah. And you
1: know what? It's up. It works. A hundred percent. It works. <laughs> oh, God. It, you're like, I don't know why, but leaving Starbucks, I just felt great. <laughs> it told
3: me everything I was doing was perfect.
0: <clears throat> mm, perfect. Oh, God. Jeff, what you got? Uh, What I got is uh, I was searching for wildflowers which you said... Wait, wild, are the flowers or wildflowers? Wildflower or wildflowers. Who, who said, hey, go watch wild... wild I did. Fl-. Okay, the you movie. said it was on Prime. Yeah, there no, is I was no, thinking about actual flowers. There is no wildflower or wildflowers. And we searched this for about 10 minutes. I'm like, there's six wildflower flowers and we couldn't find any of it on Prime. And that's what we were trying to consume.
2: I'm trying to look it up right now. Yeah, you do. But did you not try to look it up on anything else? You just we did. We went Netflix, Paramount. They even used Bing and (laughs) Yahoo search. (laughs) Dude, I'm worried about you. Did you have a stroke? I just typed in wildflower. Show me the picture. It's the top. It's the number one result. Wildflower 2023.
0: Okay, is that a movie? No, I did see that. Dude. But it didn't say what you. It, the summary was not what oh, you man. said. Are it you was. okay? Yeah, Jeff.
2: We're worried about you now.
0: Jeff, is that is this how you negotiate with your wife when you're wrong? So it's a group of people. It's a group of people on the the yeah. the screenshot of yeah okay, but it doesn't. What say. is it about? He said it was about a person who grows up with two parents that are disabled. Men- it they're mentally disabled. It doesn't say that as a summary for any of those. Cause there's like six wildflower flowers for, for that. And it does not say that it doesn't even come close to that as a summary. So whatever you took away from the movie, it's not what they summarize it as.
2: Well, let's find out. Hold on.
0: You know, I was, after um, the break, I was uh,
1: additionally consuming. I still haven't done the last season of um,
0: succession. I will send this to you right now, Jeff. I did the first episode of Succession of the last season. I'm like, I, I can't do this.
1: Okay, so I just I rewatched the last three of the second to last season. Hold on, we're getting off. We need to find out wait, what. Wait, he- wait, wait. Oh, on, on the first clarify
0: ep- on the first season of Succession, I totally got off. <laughs> All <laughs> yeah. right, but I'm adding to it. Okay, go ahead. Go
1: ahead. I'll addendum later.
2: Addendum later. Jeff Yes You didn't consume wildflowers I just sent you a link to it So you can Go so watch do, it
1: So describe it Real quick Since Jeff mentioned
0: it uh, I I'll, I'll guess I'll use it for mine
2: Okay <laughs> <laughs> Wait
0: wait I love how Andy sends a message And he's right here In front of me Hey I'm watching wildflower Check it out now On Prime Video
2: I didn't type that That's how Andy they, talked that, No you did Andy I didn't type that Jeff Yeah but the AI I didn't They did Your artificial intelligence But
0: it got your attention animal, it, it did
2: uh hey by the this way this is about a young girl who gets uh who's <laughs> Again we're going to talk about this again. I don't know he asked me to tell him. No, tell you about it. No. no.
0: I
1: want the people to know what wildflowers
0: is about. No, it's good. forget it. They get need to we'll, they have a, But Andy it's what I'm consuming.
2: It. So I get to talk about whatever. The I hell never I got to talk to. about what I'm
0: consuming. No, it's what you, you got. D- it's
1: not what you're consuming. That's <laughs> what you got.
2: Hmm. This experiment Blue, failed. Hey Andy, <laughs> what balls. you got? Oh, what, uh, let me tell you Yo, what, what I got. What you got, man? I watched this movie called Wildflower. It's Super easy to find on <laughs> <laughs> Amazon Prime. All I did was say Wildflower, click, and I started watching it. It's a based on a true story about a girl who was raised by two parents. One one of the parents was born with um, mental disability, so she was developmentally disabled, and her. And the, that was the mom. The father, when he was a boy, it wasn't clear. I feel like he was around like 10 or 12, um, had an accident. And he physically grew normally, but he mentally did not progress beyond that point. And so there, very early on, there's the discussion with the parents of these two people of, hey, they're interested in each other. Okay, that's weird. Well... And then it quickly goes to, oh, they want to get married now. They're like fast forwarding time. And then they're like, they can't have kids. So like we need one of these, the parents are arguing with each other, which of the kids should be sterilized. And uh, fast forward a little bit, they have a kid and there's lots of arguments. Hey, are they even able to take care of a child? They they could barely take care of themselves. They're living at home still. How can they possibly take care of a child? And there's a couple of scenes in there, too, where you're, you're watching, like, I'm not giving too much away, but they're, as you would expect, mentally disabled or handicapped people who struggle to take care of themselves have problems taking care of an infant. And there's moments where the parents of them are swooping in to, like, rescue the baby. Um, but it's really, it's hard. It's heartwarming. The kid grows up very self-sufficient. It's hilarious too. It's hard. It's a com- It's a comedic, and it's a drama as well. But it's based on a true story, and at the end of it, so it's not a documentary. They give no, but at it's the end of drama. it, they they show you pictures of the real family, and they're like, so and so is, and I'm not going to give anything away, but they give you an update of where people are at, and what's crazy is where the movie ends is like a year or two back from where they are right now like it's a it's very current they're only like two years in real time past where the movie ends a strong recommendation it's worth it's a
1: strong
0: wreck it's a strong wreck that's crazy that you would finish something like that and then like a year or two later boom you're on amazon I, i don't they'll put anything on there it was so fast
1: don't
2: put anything on there.
0: Are you sure? You just have why, to be why, able to find. Why it. are you shitting on the the movie that you couldn't find, <laughs> Jeff? I did find it, but it had did not have the summary that Andy had mentioned. This so I didn't look know like it has explosions. I didn't, I didn't think that was it. Me. You could have asked me. Just text me, dude. No, you don't respond. I've heard, this mm. book doesn't have pictures. I'm not. You're like remember. I have more important things to do
1: right now. All right, Jeff. Do you want a redo on your consumption? Uh, I am...
0: Cons- what you got? I am consuming... <sighs> it's not the thing. Nothing.
1: Okay. Really? Well, I did want to say Succession is overall a great show if you like adult dramas, but it definitely reflects a universe of big business in which everyone is out for themselves. So any act of submission to someone else is always geared towards their greater power down the road. And I think it's a good lesson since we were talking about submission. A family that eh, maybe you could argue they ultimately love each other, but business is king and any act of submission is like... Weakness. Only gear- yeah. No, they will submit if they think it's going to give them more or- power down the road. And so that it's like a version of like, it's a totally fucked up corrupted. And yet as a show, beautiful vision of what that looks like. Um, it's, it's well-written. I haven't gone through the last season. I've heard mixed results. I've heard people say the the final episode was like better than most final episodes. Mm. Oftentimes a season is done. It should have been done a season before. And, and the, ep, the finale is sort of like, okay, Whatever. It sucks, but I've heard good things. I'm working through that. So that's my addendum to I'm still consuming succession. Anybody else?
2: No, you can't share next week. You shared two this week. Okay. (laughs) Put it in the ledger. Put it in the ledger. Tally marks. Zach shared two. We only share one.
1: Because that's how this marriage works. I mean, we're a version of a marriage, you know? Yes. Yeah, so We're a tripod. I'm gonna have to like sorry, Scott. Andy just let me do, like I just walked willy-nilly over what you got. Um, but he's gonna hold me accountable and I'm gonna submit to it for next episode. And we'll think about what you got. Okay.
2: For Zach, Jeff, I am Andy. This is Bros Bibles and Beer, yeah. a podcast with your best intentions in mind. <laughs> Uh, if you want to get at us, check us on all the socials at Bros Bibles Beer. If you want to leave us a voicemail, anchor.fm slash bbb pod. That's three B's and then the word pod. And yep. if you want to email us, brosbiblesbeer at gmail.com. We... If
1: you want to send us beer or sponsor us, oh. use that. Yes. Use that email address and uh, we'll talk about it.
2: And then our fleet of listeners can hear all the goodness about whatever it is. You are having us drink, and we'll give an honest review, and we will honestly drink it. I will break a, I will break my fast, uh, or a, or we mind. could honor Andy and just we'll record on the weekend and
1: just pretend it's during the week.
2: It, it's so not we, a, it's not a rule. I'm not, it's not a rule. I'm just trying to, in general, be a healthier person. The Bible says wives submit, so what the hell are you telling me to do, Andy? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, if you like this podcast, if you enjoyed any piece of it and you're willing to uh, share it with one other person this week who thinks they might enjoy or who you think might enjoy it as well, please do that. Just uh, click that little share button and share it with them. And we also appreciate the reviews. Uh, five stars only, please. Okay, no. Give it as many stars as you think it deserves. And we will read your review on the air. Heck yes and it helps the algorithm it helps other people who you think might think this is interesting listen to it as well
1: yeah and I'll, i just want to say a quick word about how is race conservative before we go out shut outside. up
2: Zach. <laughs> grace <laughs> peace, peace. Yeah.